1: Welcome to another episode of the wrestle Talk Podcast. I am Chopper Pinnell, and I am joined, as always, by my intangible co-host, Tempest. Hey, bud. How, how you doing? You're right. I'm in pain, Pete. <laughs> <I don't...
2: laughs> You're wearing a hood for I some am. reason, and I'm. I've got a. Oh yeah, I've got yeah. a heated beanbag on my neck right now. Because, mm-hmm. like I told you just off air. I woke up and my neck was just not agreeing with it. And it was weird. It was like a lot of the time it'll be you wake up and if you start to move around, your neck will be like in pain Mm -hmm. or like if you try and get up, you'll be like, oh, I'm achy and sore and sore and everything. This was a moment where like I opened my eyes and it was just pain. (laughs) (laughs) It was like I could not then roll over or find a comfortable place or, or anything like that to to alleviate this. So I woke up and I was like, oh, no, I've got a podcast in, in 20 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just loaded up this beanbag and hopefully it'll carry me through.
1: Hey, man, that's some, that's some good improvisation right there. Um, mm-hmm. Hope it gets better, though. Uh, but maybe it's just the 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 weight of the expectation of winning the Royal Jamble that's, uh, that's really weighing it down. Um, I think that might be it, actually. Yeah, mm, yeah could be. You know. Have you seen everyone's announcement videos? I thoroughly enjoyed your one. I thought it was great Thank of you. people declaring themselves for the jamble. Uh If you guys haven't seen, there's several of them going around on Twitter. There's loads of people that are entering, entering this Royal Jamble this year. It's crazy. We've got people like SP3. We've got Sat, Social Media Abbey. Uh, mm-hmm. Dan Layton, who does a lot of stuff for Cineworld with us as well. Mm-hmm. Post the what's on Sony uh, World show with Luke. Uh, there's been loads of them. There's loads of people getting in on the act, uh, and everyone is tagging Luke, and they're just like, "Oh, Luke, coming for that championship." I'm like, "Why are you tagging Luke? I'm gonna be champion after Royal Rumble. That's weird." I didn't. I didn't
2: tag Luke. No, I know you didn't. I'm. A, I'm, a, I'm. a good partner. Exactly. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Google boy. Yeah. They. Yeah, they. They've been. They've been very, very good. They have. And
1: I. I can't wait to beat all of them. Same. Yeah. It's going to be great um i really enjoyed um dan layton's one i don't know if you've seen Mm. it i i think he's very funny
2: i think the only one
1: that i haven't seen is sat and that's because it got posted like today yeah his was posted today um which was all right yeah and i've seen what was the other one that really stood out to me uh no oh sully's obviously um of course sully yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah. I'm looking forward to the jamble. It should be a, it should be a good show. Um, mm-hmm. Especially because, you know, both you and I are going to win and it's going to be great. And then we'll face off with Wrestle Jammy, a friendly competition. It's going to be a great time. Uh, oh, everyone's yeah. going to be happy. So we're going to be doing predictions for that on Wednesday. And we're going to have the live reactions on Saturday. And there's going to be so many people for this live reaction stream. It's going to be absolutely mm. manic. Um, can't wait. Should be great. Um, last year's Jambo was nuts. Um, just maybe this time, Tempest, don't insert yourself in the stream and start screaming about Christian returning before everyone has seen it. <laughs> yeah, well, it made, it made the best of thing, so.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I have no regrets. <laughs> I
1: have no regrets. Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, of chaotic things, um, today is the day where the next episode of Blood and the Clock Tower is being released. Uh, which is a very interesting episode because maybe both of us are on it. Um, maybe. Obviously, no spoilers for it. Don't you worry. Uh, but I did watch it last night because obviously I, I, I have special access because I can go to the back end of the No Rolls Barred YouTube channel and watch it. So that was my evening yesterday. I was just watching the episode to see what how it actually turned out and how the cut looked and everything. Um, and uh, it's certainly a game. I'll say that much. <laughs> it's certainly a game. Mm-hmm. it's I think it's a very very fun episode um and there's some very fun parts of it that's all I'll say mm-hmm. yeah, good episode can't wait for that to come out should be good radio yep yeah
2: i'm quite looking forward to to not only seeing it but showing it to people be like because mm. i i've explained like why i've been excited to play blood on the clock tower like mm. as a game not just be like yeah. oh i would to be on the show like no i want to play the game because it looks super fun and i've tried explaining the game to a couple people where they're just like ah, I, don't, I don't understand what you're saying to me you're just spewing words i want to be able to be like look this is the thing that i did this is the game mm-hmm. that i wanted to play it's
1: really yeah. fun you know. Yeah. I yeah. uh I think I might have mentioned on a podcast um a few weeks back or something that just randomly out of nowhere, um, my two closest friends that I speak to all the time, we got our own like little WhatsApp group and stuff like that, just the three of us, uh, they just kind of offhandedly mentioned that they'd seen every clock tower episode. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Why are are you watching what? Huh? You guys yeah. watch what of the clock tower? What are you talking about? Um so then uh Adam posted in the No Rolls Bard Discord yesterday. Uh, the the one that you get for backing on Patreon, he posted the thumbnail for the episode. Um, so me being a sneaky boy, I posted the thumbnail to my friends to be like, "This is going up tomorrow," and they were like, "Oh my god!" Um, because mm-hmm. I'm on the thumbnail. So yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's very good. So then they were like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to watch that tomorrow," and I'm like, "I can't believe you guys watch Clock Tower. This is so weird." <laughs> um, yeah that's pretty cool so i'm excited for them to see it um but you'll be happy to know tempest we're talking about rampage first on this podcast we're going to be talking yay. about oh my god it's going to be brian danielson versus john moxley ah it's a thing we were going to get before but then we didn't get it but now we're going to get it yay let's talk about yay. that very exciting thing and everything else on rampage and also then right now. let's talk about it Oh my goodness, it looks like we're getting Brian Danielson versus John Moxley, because of what happened on Rampage, hot damn, that feels like a big deal, that's awesome, hell yeah we're leading with Rampage this week, because Rampage was really friggin' good, so we're yeah. gonna leave with that because it was fun and we want to have fun on this show. Welcome to the WrestleTalk you- Podcast Review. You.
2: <laughs> you know how we have fun on this show? We
1: Mm. cut SmackDown. We don't put it at the end. (laughs) (laughs) We will still be talking about SmackDown just later. Um, Welcome to the Talk Podcast review of Rampage and SmackDown. I am Chubba P. I'm joined by my intangible co-host, Tempest. Get in your ultra chats at WrestleTalk.com forward slash support if you have any thoughts and feelings about this episode of Rampage or about SmackDown or about anything in wrestling or not in wrestling. I don't care. You have feelings on nfts let us know don't talk about nfts i hate them uh, anyway <laughs> peanut butter and pickle sandwiches <laughs> yeah much better we'll talk about that instead um yeah got thoughts on too fast too furious let us know yeah, um forget about it co. hold on gotta play it now you said it i said forget about it
2: <laughs> so good he's the whitest man <laughs> ever who let him say that uh I have no idea right. Uh, I need to know if that was improvised Mm. I need to know if that was improvised or if that was written for him I
1: think that was written who wrote it
2: I I think that's
1: worse I I, I I think that was written because you know it's a a very purposeful zoom in on him as he's saying the line shot so I think that's gotta be that's gotta be written right though maybe the maybe the cur was was improv I don't know so, so wild. <laughs> I would so rather talk about that than SmackDown. I know, right? Anyway, we've got to talk about <laughs> Rampage first. Let's talk about a good thing. Uh, yeah. Because we had, firstly, to, to kick this show off, we had the return match for John Moxley. Also, I just mentioned to Tempest just before we went live that I noticed that I actually didn't make any notes at all for Rampage because I just put on the episode and I just kind of, I kind of watched it. So... Yeah, I don't actually have any notes about Rampage at all, but you know, that's fine. I just enjoyed the show too much to make notes. Great. Uh, we had Moxley versus Trent uh, versus Trent Beretta. Nope, that was later. Uh, we had Moxley versus uh Ethan Page uh, for this match, which was a bunch of fun. Um, it was really cool to see Moxley back. He looks great, he looks oh, it's really, good. isn't it? Huh? It's
2: ridiculous. He walked yeah. out for his, his return promo and it, it, dean ambrose walked out like he looked yeah, 10 legit. years younger mm-hmm. you know and i don't know i guess i just you don't realize how much people change over the years when you're just kind of watching them week to week but then they disappear for three months and have a drastic change and it's just like oh my god yeah But like he looks incredible
1: he looks like he's incredible shape mm-hmm. really really good um and he and page had a pretty fun match uh nothing too crazy or anything about it but i thought it was good fun i think commentary put over the the story quite well of just like you know moxie's been away for a little bit and he's undergone a huge like you know muscular change you can see he's in great mm-hmm. shape and stuff and taz over a great point of being like you need to get used to using that body now your body has changed you need to get used to using that he's been away for months page has been here wrestling the whole time so like bit a little bit of ring rust from mox um was really really good really effective story i thought uh, but mox managed to do the bulldog choke in the end and, and choke out page thought this was a really fun match good stuff yeah i
2: really enjoyed it i really enjoy just the different combinations of guys from this roster that i wouldn't necessarily think of Mm -hmm. you know just because this roster is so expansive at this point there's so many guys so that you put down ethan page versus john moxley on paper and i go "Ooh, i didn't think of that one that Mm -hmm. one's fun you know and i like that when they're signing guys over the course of like a year not everyone is going to be the Brian Danielsons, the Adam Coles, the CM Punks, like the immediately they slot into the main event level guys. I like they are going out there and signing people like Ethan Page, who can come in and slot in kind of in the middle and can work his way up because you can still have these guys that you sign that are stars, but they can come in and lose to the guys like John Moxley and have it not hurt them. I really, really, really like that sort of thing. I just love the structure of the AEW roster. And yeah, this match was like really fun. It was just fun energy. And of course, maybe that was just seeing Jon Moxley back because he's mm-hmm. one of the guys that I've really been missing. I think the show has been a little bit lacking without him, Kenny Omega, and Miro on on a regular basis. But having him back, it's just like, oh, he's still in my heart. The show is... is it's like a tick up. It's another, mm-hmm. it's another upswing for for rampage and everything.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But the the thing that we're actually going to be talking about here, our first opening talking point, is what happened after this match, where Moxley delivered a paradigm shift to uh, Paige after the match, started walking out through the crowd, and as he does so, Brian Danielson walks up next to him. Moxley kind of turns around and suddenly Danielson's in his face and he's just politely just clapping him, applauding him for his uh, performance in the match. And the two just stare down and then Moxley just walks off. And you mentioned this in your edited review as well. Brian Danielson versus John Moxley feels so big time compared to what daniel bryan versus dean amber as ever would have been right mm-hmm. this feels like a huge deal and obviously this was supposedly going to be the finals of the Eliminator tournament that we were originally supposed to have which got turned into danielson versus mirror after moxley ended himself into that um alcohol rehabilitation program uh so we had to change plans so this was supposedly what we were going to get at full gear um but we're getting it now. Instead, I would assume mm-hmm. at Revolution. I think they're probably going to build so. it till then, right? Because uh, that's so. at the beginning of March, I believe. So we've got like yeah. just over a month uh, to build that. Um, so now they've 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 done the hook, not that hook. He's coming later. <laughs> they've done the 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 hook of the story, and they've kind of like just like f- done the feelers of just being like, oh, oh, piqued my interest on that one. They've not done any building to the match yet, but they've just mm-hmm. done the initial stare down to make people go. Oh, that's the way we're going. Get excited, yeah. uh, which is a great way to start this thing off. Um, they don't need to do anything drastic just yet. They just set things up. Two ships kind of pass each other night for now. But now they're g- the ships going to turn around. And they're going to start colliding, and it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for this. I think it's going to be a fantabulous feud.
2: I I am very excited for this as well. Just it's so fun. I love seeing Brian Danielson wrestle people with different styles. You know, because each of his matches, like he'll go out there and he'll wrestle someone like Minoru Suzuki. He'll wrestle Kenny Omega. He'll wrestle an Eddie Kingston. And they will, he'll wrestle Miro. And all these matches will be completely different from one another just because of how different each man's style is. And Moxley's another one who fits right into that mold where he's a brawler. He's got a different style from just about anybody on the roster. And that's just very exciting to me. I'm really looking forward to this match. Like I said in my edited review, it's just, like, otherworldly next-level comparison to where Brian Daniel Bryan and and Dean Ambrose would have been compared to where this match is. Like, this is a big-time match. This could be, like, one of the big matches that AEW puts on all year when you look at it. Because how often do you get, like, the two really top level stars facing each other on pay-per-view a lot of the time it's like kenny omega is facing Pac and orange cassidy on pay-per-view like they aren't all tippy top level guys these are two tippy top level guys and that's very exciting to me because mm. in addition to this match just being fantastic
1: i know it's going to be treated like a big deal and also something that's very interesting for me is the fact that supposedly you know um I, I believe the reports were that Moxley was going to win the Eliminator Tournament to start with and be Hangman's first challenger after the Eliminator Tournament. Presumably, they were doing that kind of heel turn. They were playing up with him and, and Kingston before. But I mean, mm-hmm. now, obviously, Danielson won, has now turned heel, sort of, right. uh, or more revealed himself to be a heel the whole time, more realistically. Um mm-hmm. And now, obviously, Moxie's a huge baby face because he's come back from this from this whole rehab thing, right? So now, like the the heel face dynamics have swapped from where they would have been at full gear. So I don't know how that's going to play into the match either. Like, <laughs> this is all so interesting to me, and it's really I'm so curious to see how this match is going to play out. I'm so excited. Like you said, Danielson just wrestling a bunch of different guys with a bunch of different styles. It like he's put on classic matches with so many different people so far. And, obviously, he's faced top talents guys like Hangman and Kenny and stuff like that already, all, uh, already. But he's also faced guys like John Silver, which was a bloody brilliant match. Yep. And now you get another huge top name like Moxley, especially if they get the big stage like Revolution to put it on. This is going to be potential match of the year contender, I reckon. I think this could think be so. an absolutely fantastic match. Honestly,
2: and it's funny because any time that Brian Danielson goes to the ring for like a match in a main event position, I was like, well, this could be a match of the year. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's Kenny or Minoru Suzuki or Eddie Kingston, or I thought Miro was going to be a little bit better than it ended up being, but it's still fantastic. But like every time it's kind of like he has that very high expectation for his work, but he's the kind of guy that lives up to that expectation. Mm hmm. That's a special kind of performer right sure there. Sure You know, yeah. he's like, you know, one of those kind of like Ric Flair and his prime type guys where you hold a standard of you have a five-star match every time you go out there and you keep doing that. Mm. It's not like you get to that point and it's like, oh, it's a lot of pressure and then you could dip a little bit. Like, no, Brian Danielson's like the best wrestler in the world once you ring that bell. So mm-hmm. anytime you book him in a big match against the main event guy,
1: i'm i'm there man i'm hooked for it and one other thing i just wanted to mention before we get into some of your ultra chats here as well uh is the fact that i've really enjoyed that this happened on rampage because as we've been saying for a while now rampage just feels like the b show nothing really happens it's a bunch of fun wrestling but the actual story elements really happen on dynamite but they put moxley on rampage to have his return match cool And then you get this initial interaction with Danielson, actually like something of substance, um, which is fantastic, makes Rampage feel important again. This is the kind of stuff. It doesn't have to be anything earth shaking. You know, this isn't a huge, you know, angle of the year or anything like that. It's just two guys having a stare down. But that's exciting enough. That's substance enough for me to make Rampage feel important. So it's Mm -hmm. this kind of stuff that they need to keep doing to make Rampage not feel like the B-Show. And I think they did a great job of it this week.
2: Yeah, it's it's a moment where a lot of the time on Rampage, if you miss a match, it's not that big a deal because it's Mm -hmm. a match. A lot of the matches that they have, even if they're great, don't really play into the storylines that they're telling. You know, like if you miss Adam Cole versus John Silver, you're missing a fun time. But are you really going to be lost when it comes to the storyline of of Adam Cole and best friends and everything? Probably not. You know, so it makes Rampage feel a little bit missable. But when you have like the beginning of a feud just neatly slipped into this show, that becomes something that you will need to see. And it becomes something that you need to then go out of your way to see. Because again, it's not huge, it's not earth shattering, but it's chapter one of whatever they're doing next. And those are the chapters that you need to see. So I, I hope that there's more than this. I think this is a very nice touch.
1: Absolutely. Let's. Uh, I haven't opened the Ultra Chat document. I should probably do that. Uh, but let's. Get, silly sausage. I know. Uh, but let's get into some of your Ultra Chats here. Keep sending those in to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. And we're going to read out all the ones that are five US bucks uh, or up by the time the show goes off the air. Uh, Charles Berg donates to say looking forward to Moxley versus Danielson although I expect it to be a very bloody affair like uncomfortable amounts in a way, Hook does Orange Cassidy better than Orange Cassidy unbothered, constant bedhead doesn't seem like he is trying am I wrong?
2: Uh, I mean, I, I get what you're saying but I think obviously there's, there's
1: a difference, like Hook's not a comedy character and everything, but I know what you're saying I I understand what you're saying but he does try he does try. He tries in his matches. He's just, He just takes care of business rather than doesn't yeah. try, I think. It's not that he doesn't try.
2: It's that he doesn't care. Yes, you know? and that's different. And that's where the, the thing with Orange Cassidy kind of comes over because it's like, oh, yeah. Orange Cassidy doesn't care, so he doesn't try. Hook doesn't care, so he wants to get things done like as quick as possible and just go back so we can
1: open a bag of chips. Yeah, and then go to a strip club, you know. That's what Hook <laughs> does. As you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh we never simhan b says uh looks like i freaking called it on dynamite stream looks like we're getting moxley versus danielson yay an overall good to great show this week also really want to see hook punk hook mjf hook miro etc etc hashtag jam that jam hashtag hook that hook hook that hook hook that hook
2: Absolutely. in time i want to see all of those matches i want to see hook yep. face everybody yeah Hook is great. And win the title.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> and win the title. <laughs> okay, so do you think, going off your fantasy booking, which if you guys yes. haven't heard, if this is your first podcast that you're ever listening to from us, firstly, hi, like and subscribe. Uh, Tempest fantasy booking of Hook is that you will never get an opportunity like this again to have the shock rookie victory win the world title. A guy that is so over. I would argue one of the most over guys on the AEW roster right now, which is bonkers to say, (laughs) but he is. Mm -hmm. You will never get an opportunity like this again to have the shock rookie win and put the world title on him unless you do it soon with hook, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think it obviously wouldn't be as big of a shock because it wouldn't be the world title. Do you think that could still work for the TNT title? no
2: no i think for this story it needs to be the world title because i think that's shocking mm-hmm. i think you can put the 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 mid card title on a guy if he's new because mm-hmm. you're not re- it i want it to feel like we're putting our chips in on this like it's all a risk and a bag of chips in all that and a bag of chips yes mm. you know it's like I want them to be like, "Hey, we're we're swinging here. We're taking a big swing. Mm-hmm. Here's your world champion." Mm-hmm. I I want. I don't think you have that same effect with the TNT title. I think I think yeah. he could do really well with the TNT title, and I'm not saying like, "Oh, it needs to be my way," or "It's not going to work." But man, I just think it would be really cool. <laughs>
1: um we'll do one more ultra chat here because i've just seen (laughs) mayor of painsville dan has come in to just put the lyrics to chairman's intent which is hook's Mm -hmm. theme song it says yeah and then brackets you don't even know me yeah yeah ah you don't even know me aha you don't even know me it's me yeah you don't even know me yo these 16 bars cost 16 cars Kiss these balls. I'm assuming that's bitch. we stars. It says censored word, that censored word. So I'm just gonna say jam that jam. You ain't <laughs> hot like print. I was about to say. Did Sean Ross Sap send this in? Did he write the lyrics for this? <laughs> Pretty sure those are the lyrics, right? It says jam that jam in it. Pretty yeah, sure it does. I think so. Hook's He's a big, big ru- fan of, but... of Russell Talk, that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hook's a huge fan of look, obviously. Uh, we're going to keep reading out these ultra chats later on, but first, let's review the rest of the episode of Rampage. So, this uh, the opening point that we talked about was the box the page match. We then got Nick Jackson versus Trent Beretta. God, these guy's are good. <laughs> yeah, they are.
2: I really <laughs> I- wanted, I really wanted to see Rapongi Vice and the Young Bucks. Like, if that, if that match is on this show, this might have been like the best episode of Rampage ever. Mm. And keep in mind, I still thought that this match, this singles match, was, like, the best thing on the show, and, like, was fantastic and everything, but, oh,
1: I would have just swooned over that that tag match. Yeah, man. God. I, for some reason, I don't know why, I keep forgetting how good the Young Bucks are. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's
2: because they're not like, the focus of the quite. show anymore. Yeah, you know,
1: I notice this every
2: time, like they're not the main narrative focus of AEW right now, because it's just it's on other things There are other Mm -hmm. things that are more important right now than the elite. But they're still like the best tag team. So anytime they go out there, they're just like,
1: oh, my God, they're they're amazing. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I don't know that. I don't know why, because I know objective. I know they're great. And if someone said, like, who's the best tag team in the world, I'd be like, uh, probably the Bucks. Like, they're up there, right? right? So I I, I know they're great. But just at the start of this match, you know, they're, they're doing a few, like, back and forth bits. And then Nick Jackson, with an just unreal speed, just bop, 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 up the turnbuckle, flipped off, and did, like, a court screw into an arm track. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> these guys are so good. Like, it's just unreal. Like, these guys are unbelievably talented. I'm a huge fan of Trent as well. I've been a huge fan yeah. of Trent forever. I I love that guy. And this match got so good. There were so many great near falls. Mm-hmm. Uh and as you touched on in your in your edited review on the main Rest Talk channel as well. Because this wasn't the Young Bucks wrestling, the fans were unsure what the finish was going to be because yeah. they were like okay, there's a swan onto the outside onto the ramp. And then he gets him back in and hits a 450. That's gotta be the finish. One two kick out, and everyone went, Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um was awesome stuff. And Trent got a win. Yeah. Trent beat him. Oh, this was this was this was a fantastic match. Crowd came alive towards the end of it as well. This is really good. Yeah. I mean, I like the idea that the Young Bucks
2: are the best tag team, but they, they don't win their singles matches. Yeah. You know. I like that. I like that they are what they are because they're a team. Mm -hmm. It's just a cool little dynamic to it. And yeah, I'm really happy that Trent got a win. And I think it's really fun when you can have a match like this, when you can play with the audience a little bit because they don't know what the finish would be. Like with the guy that just doesn't have a set finisher. It's kind of the same way with like Brian Danielson but obviously you can still lock people in the Belle lock or hit the knee and people will pop because they're used to those things being his finish. You don't really have any of that with Nick Jackson by himself. Like maybe if you just hit a big super kick, people might pop for a finish, but otherwise you can just play with people because they're pros and you can make people invested in false finishes because everything could be a big false finish. You don't know what the finish is going to be. Oh, it's, it's just, it's really fun pro wrestling. I really enjoy it. And I'm happy to see Trent get a win.
1: Mm, me too. There was a weird bit right at the start of this match where Trent came out and, um, you know, he was just being, the, the rest of the best friends came out with him and they were all wishing him good luck. There was a hug and fist bump. And then Chris Tatland gave him a boop. Wheeler Yuta went out for, for a fist bump. And then he went, and then just tapped him on the shoulder and said, and didn't give him the fist bump. And then the crowd were like, ooh, it's like, what was that about, Trent? Huh? Yeah. What's going on, Trent? <laughs> he kind of bullies Wheeler youdon
2: being the elite a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like that's, I don't know, once he came back with, like, the shaved head, I was like, well, he's got to be breaking out and, like, turning heel at some point, breaking off from this team. Maybe. That's just me speculating. I, he seems to me like a guy who could be TNT champion at some point. Mm-hmm you know, and have yeah. just like a really good open challenge workhorse kind of thing. I don't know when that's going to be, but I think when that happens, the, the turn is him beating up Wheeler Yuta. Yeah.
1: I think so as well.
2: Yeah. Simple storytelling. You plant the seeds yeah. now. This could be yeah. like nine months from now, but I'll remember it. Mm-hmm. I'll remember this.
1: Yeah. That was really good. Really, really good stuff. Um, I can't remember what happened next, Tempest, because, again, I didn't make notes for the show because I enjoyed it too much. Hook! Ah! Hook! It's <laughs> ah! Hook! Ah! This I like this guy. Hook. Yeah. This match Killed was so man. much fun. Hook yeah. versus Serpentico. Uh, this <sighs> Hook is so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so simple and so effective because Serpentico had come out first but didn't get an entrance. Hook came out, did his entrance, and as they were announcing Serpentico, you know, he does the, the streamer thing, Hook then just beats him up mm-hmm. with the streamers going everywhere. Like, they were getting tangled up all in them, and Hook was like, I don't care, I'm just going to kill you. Uh, Crowd were molten hot for Hook in this one. They were just shining his name hook's gonna kill you cheering every single thing he did and he just did a bunch of takedowns did some really cool you know like overhead throws and stuff like that and then this time he locked in the red rum but standing and lifted sepentico off his feet as he held the choke in that's awesome do that more hook that looked really cool great stuff this was yeah. wonderful
2: yeah I love hook and it's so funny to me because I, I don't personally get into like the, uh, the, the, I follow this wrestler ironically thing, mm-hmm. you know, if if I'm going to get invested in a wrestler, it's going to be because they're, they're a good wrestler, you know, or there's a good promo or there's a good story or something like that. I don't really care about things just being like, yeah, look, there's that, there, there's that hook kid. He's, he hasn't done anything yet. We're all going to cheer for hook. I don't care about that now that i've seen him have four matches i'm just like i'm all in on hook man this kid's got it this kid has got it love it absolutely love it rampage is the hook show yeah sure is this 100 uh, of the time when hook is on this show it's a five out of five show because he's on it yeah i love it we thought it was gonna be cm punk show it's hook show he used to win the title on
1: rampage, 100%, dude. Oh, I
2: let's go.
1: I love everything about his presentation, it's so good. And mm. afterwards, as well, QT Marshall like he was holding in the the choke for a bit. QT Marshall came out and was like, Ah, oh, look at this guy beating him before the bell rang, holding in the choke for too long. This is what I was talking about. Hook is still trying to walk out at this point, walks past QT Marshall, and he like Marshall like grabs his arm. And just like pulls it around, and he's just like, "Hey, I'm talking to you," and he's like, "Oh, what? You're not going to do a cheap shot this time? I'm ready this time." And then Hook just picks him up and hits the Northern Lights suplex. I really laughed at Q T Marshall selling at this. I really enjoyed it when he like pitched him and goes, "Oh God, no!" Like as he picks him up, it was great. <laughs> um, hits the Northern Lights on the stage, and then as he walks out, steps over Q T Marshall, and the crowd go nuts for it as well. So good. Everything about Hook's presentation is absolutely spot on.
2: It is. I I enjoy it. I don't want to see him, like, feud with the factory. But Mm. you beat QT Marshall, and it's like, oh, you beat his trainer, and then you step over that, and you keep going. I think that's fine. As long as they don't try and run that one back at all, I think we're going to be just fine. Also, breaking news that I've just Mm. now checked, Leo Rush has announced his free agency. Huh. Which is... Interesting. He said his contract is going to expire on February 14th and he will become a free agent. Which is peculiar.
1: When did he sign? Like September. Yeah. It's just odd. Is that like a six month contract?
2: I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I, I, obviously I don't know anything about it, but Leo Rush is Leo Rush. Yes. You know, and if, if he wants to take his career in a different direction, that wouldn't surprise me at all. But yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Huh. Weird. Yeah. Oh,
1: interesting. Yeah. We'll figure that one out later. I don't
2: remember what, what point during the show it happened, but there was a video package for Mercedes Martinez where she started talking about her little feud with Thunder Rosa. I don't know exactly when that match is going to be, but if that's at Revolution, that's another great match to add to his, add to this card.
1: Yeah. Um. Did she mention why she hates Thunder Rosa
2: yet? No, she was just kind of like, I have my reasons, but I'm not telling you yet. Okay. And you know what? When that's like the second time that we've heard from Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez, that's okay. When yeah. it's six months of a Sonya Deville <laughs> and Naomi storyline,
1: it's not okay anymore. <laughs> We're not talking about the yet, Tempest. We're talking about that later. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that match when it does roll around. I don't think that's a revolution match, personally. I think that is going to be probably some dynamite sometime. Could be. Oh, but we've got a yeah. lot of time between now and then. It just depends on how long they want to stretch that out. Yeah, because, I mean, you can only have one women's match on pay-per-view as well, right? One women's match per show, right? So it's got to be the Literally. Baker match, right? Clearly, <clears throat> yeah. Um, uh, what came after this tempest? Help me out here.
2: That's so the main event. There's only oh, so many segments on great. those shows.
1: <laughs> I, I feel like there was more. I don't know. I had fun. Um, yeah. yeah then it was the the main event of um, her, sorry. I was gonna say Jay Lethal because I saw the words Jay Lethal in the chat. I'm like, yeah. That's completely wrong. It was Jade Cargill uh, versus Anna Jay. And you know what? When she won the TBS title, I remember saying that, like, I mean, she's a bit green, but I understand why you've put her on there, but she looked, Mm -hmm. like, a little bit off in a match with Ruby Soho. Like, things didn't look quite so good. And then she's going in here with a less experienced wrestler than Ruby Soho. Like, I don't know, man. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is going to work. God, this match was so good.
2: Yeah, this was a test, and they both passed.
1: I was... at how good this match was especially because anna jay is also an inexperienced wrestler yeah that's wild but these two put on a great match uh this wasn't you know perfect by any means but this was really good stuff Mm -hmm. worthy of the main event slot of rampage uh and yeah she i think both of them came out of this looking great really really good stuff from both of them and like some of like the the near falls or the near submissions kind of thing yeah. from from anna jay through the match was really good you know the uh reversing the jaded to to roll through into a roll up people bought that and then she locked yeah. in and i was like oh my god like anna jay's like getting really close to beating jay cargill here like i think it, it it worked really well because cargill looked a bit more beatable than she has in the mm-hmm. past which is always good because you don't want to have that aura of her being like well no one can beat me forever <coughs> reigns um you don't want to have that or forever because then it doesn't feel legitimate that anyone could ever beat him and and no one comes close right so when mm-hmm. you see that he's facing cesaro you're like he's not gonna win uh whereas now you're starting to plant the seeds of like well she has her flaws you know people can beat her in this way and the other way this did a great job of showcasing one anna jay changing from the street fight which is great uh, that kind of influencing her her character development. Cargill looking a little more beatable, but a very good, strong TBS champion, and not someone that you should take lightly. And they both look good as wrestlers. This achieved so much. This was fantastic.
2: Yeah, I was. I really enjoyed this. I really enjoy again just the progression of this roster, where you can see Anna Jay, who I think had something like eight matches before showing up on on Dynamite for the first time, yeah. something like that. Like she was brand new like brand new green as grass but still good a lot of potential and you can see her improving too you can see her improving you can see jade improving they're now two people who are not the absolute top level of aw women's division but they're climbing and i just like watching the climb for half of the roster you know and you get something like this where once they reverse the jaded into the into the choke the first time that's where you just kind of like heard the crowd come alive a little bit Mm-mm. where it was like oh my god like it was as close to a near fall as anna got finishes a submission you know mm-hmm. but they bought it they bought that as a finish and i was like wow and they they just kept going and it was just a lot a lot a lot of fun it was yeah. a lot of fun it's exactly what i want from something like this you mm-hmm. know like Every single time they crown a new champion, you seem to get like the first title defense where the the Jurassic Express just beat John Silver and Alex Reynolds. And you don't expect the title to change hands in these matches. But if you have a really good match, that's how you just build a good reign. It's just simple pro wrestling. And I love it so much. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. And I love seeing people go out there and succeed like this, you know? It's just so, so, so much fun watching all of this. Because, again, like you said, Jade Cargill, there's a difference between being able to go out there and have a good match with an experienced worker. And then go out there and have a good match with someone who is less experienced than you. That, to me, was always like a big detraction from someone like John Cena, you know. Where it's like John Cena can go out there and have a fantastic match with a CM Punk or a Daniel Bryan or a Shawn Michaels or something. But if you put him in the ring with the Miz, the match is going to be terrible. You know, because John Cena was never the guy that could like elevate the the not good workers up to having the good match. This was something where Jade Cargill took someone who's very not experienced. I don't want to say that Jade Cargill was like carrying this match or anything, but they still had the really good match. And that to me is a really big test, and I think they both passed with flying colors.
1: Hundred percent thought this was a great main event of Rampage and a great episode of Rampage. I genuinely think this is one of the better episodes of Rampage they've ever done. Yeah, I don't think anything is going to come close to obviously CM Punk's debut. Like that's going to yeah. be the best episode of Rampage probably forever. Um, but like as a regular episode of Rampage, this has got to be one of the best ones. This was you, so
2: good for sure. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. This is a lot of fun. Five out of five
1: show. Easy. Give me this every week, and I'm a, I'm a happy, happy lad. I'm a very, very happy boy. Uh, but now, Tempest, we have finished talking about Rampage. See, this is the problem, because, like, I don't know what I prefer. Getting the crap out of the way
2: first and closing with Rampage so I can finish the podcast and be like, ah, the rest of my day. Or starting with fun and then be like, okay, let's talk about SmackDown. <laughs> I'm not letting it get to me today. They're not they're not They'll, doing this to me.
1: We'll make it quick, don't worry.
2: Yeah.
1: Um so SmackDown started with a recap of Rollins and Reigns from last week. The Usos were in the ring. They introduced Roman Reigns and they celebrated his five hundred and eight day title reign. Quick question. Why didn't they do it last week when it was five hundred and one? So he's just passed the five hundred day miles. I mean, they they a needed detail. a segment on this week's show. whatever um reigns did his very long entrance it's so long i just it's so long (laughs) i can't i can't um uh and then they played a little video package highlighting reigns's reign um which was cool it was a nice little thing show Roman's reign. Reigns' reign is much worse, so we're going with that. Um, (laughs) Then, uh, before he could say anything, Seth Rollins came out. Raw Star. Seth Rollins came out and said, uh, you know, just like Mox and I did in The Shield, the Usos are your pedestal. And I was like, who the hell is Mox? It's Dean Ambrose.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Who the hell is Bucky? Oh... Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. You need to get rid of the brand split, though. Huh? They need to get rid of a brand split, though. Hey, these yeah. Raw stars are just running amok.
1: There was a lot of them on this show. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Um,
1: Seth said he wants to find a tag partner, and if he can beat the Usos tonight, they're banned from ringside at the Royal Rumble. Uh, Jay accepts while Roman's thinking about it, and then Roman says, let's up the stakes. If Rollins loses, then he loses his title shot. At the royal rumble which i thought was some good stakes i think but be- you know in kayfabe believable stakes i don't sure. think anyone bought for a minute that you know that seth was actually going to lose because uh, i don't think he was going to lose his title shot but um i i think it, it was it was solid stakes that they put on this one um and i i literally wrote i was like i can't believe they've dropped the dynamic of the usos and roman that they're just his cronies now with no more to it uh-uh. Um, uh-uh. Uh-uh. not quite but then but, when Jay said, I was like, I literally wrote like, my I can't believe they dropped the ball on this. And then Jay accepted on Roman's behalf. And Roman was like, what? I was like, oh, they're picking it back up again. Great. Thank well, God.
2: not only that, because there was another moment that I picked up on here that I really enjoyed where mm-hmm. Seth says that like, Roman, you're not the cornerstone of the, the bloodline. The Usos are. And behind Roman, like Roman's like, angry face. And behind him, you've got Jimmy going like, yeah. <laughs> usos. we're we're the cornerstone but then you have jay and he's just like looking at roman like mm. wide eyes but I it picks that. up but... on everything from like last year where jimmy was the one who was like yeah usos we're, we're the best tag team and jay's like no nah, man roman for the family you know mm-hmm. that sort of thing i don't know if they're gonna do anything with that but i saw that and i was like haha, subtlety i like that I think it's the only thing I liked on the show, but yeah. I liked it when they do mm-hmm. something right.
1: It's really right. Yeah. I thought this was a very effective opening segment. It was Kevin Owens, by the way. That's his tag partner, obviously. Yeah. Rollins and Owens are a tag team now, so that makes sense. Owens came out. Raw star Kevin Owens came uh-huh. out. Um, and that was that. I thought this was a very effective opening segment. It did not need to be this long. It was a it was long like, opening segment. I think it was 18 minutes by yeah. the end. Which did is not just need like. You know,
2: play the video package in the middle of the show.
3: Mm.
2: Not in the opening segment. You don't need it. If you take out the video package, this segment is not any worse. Mm. That and I don't I don't need to watch an entrance of someone to come out and introduce Roman Reigns. You know, start the show with the Usos in the ring or start the show with all of them in the ring. You can have them be like, introduce him and then just hand him the mic with them all standing in the ring. And you cut like five minutes out of this show. It's easy
1: it's not hard guys yeah um then we got <clears throat> okay so this i liked from the show i liked this opening segment i thought it was good not great by any means but it was good and i liked the main event match it had its issues but i liked the main event match as well i thought it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. everything else on this show sucked and yeah, sucked did. hard um, so last week we had Kofi Kingston versus Madcap Moss. Madcap Moss won clean. This week we had Kofi Kingston versus Madcap Moss. Kofi won clean.
2: These people have no idea what they're doing. I don't want to get worked up today because my head hurts. And if no. I saw people saying I look like I'm wearing a cape, I'm wearing a heated beanbag, because my neck hurts. I woke up mm. today and my neck really hurt. I do not have the energy <laughs> to get really fired up. Mm-hmm. But. This show, like, was awful. This show is this show was a rerun. As soon as I saw Sean Ross Sapp report on, uh, on Fightful Select that this show is gonna have like four rematches
3: mm-hmm.
2: and a Sony Deville segment, I was just like, "Well, that sounds terrible." Yeah. And sure enough, it was
1: terrible. Yep, sure was.
2: <laughs>
3: um,
1: but this time. Tempest. It was slightly different. Not only did Kofi win this time, he was accompanied by Raw star Big E. Yeah. So it's completely different. Oh
2: boy, he doesn't feel like WWE champion anymore.
1: No, and my my hope was that he was going to win the Rumble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't yeah.
2: know. Mm. Um, I'd like to see it. I still think it's possible, but. Mm. I also think it's segments like this where they're putting him with Happy Corbin and Madcap
1: Moss, where they look at him and be like, "Oh, well, he's not over anymore." Yeah. Like, well, whose fault is that? Really? Totally. I will say as well, I think that Moss has potential as a wrestler. I think oh, yeah, his in ring is decent. I think he's got a cool move set. I think he could. I uh, think he has a good look. It's just that his character is very dumb and very ass. It's
2: the, it's the dirt worst. Yeah. Out there making Garth Brooks references, yeah. and they can't understand why they can't attract younger viewers. Most. Wild, isn't it?
1: Yeah, uh, Biggie hits a bit, big ending on Moss after the match as well. We then get a rerun of Natalia versus Aaliyah, which mm-hmm. is also last week. If you're keeping count of that, that's two matches that we've had from last week that we're doing again. Um, and WWE legend Summer Ray is in the crowd, popped me. so big
2: yeah wwe legend summer ray i counted on tv and pay-per-view she's won seven matches ever (laughs) ever i'm talking raw smackdown and one pay-per-view because i think it was like hell in a cell 2013 (laughs) or 14 I think, like, she and Fandango beat, like, Layla and somebody or whatever.
1: Seven matches
2: on Raw, SmackDown, and pay-per-view. WWE legend.
1: I did not know it was that low. Oh, my God. Yep. That's amazing. And I've seen that, you know, people shouldn't come after Summer Rae for that. This is not Summer Rae's fault. This is WWE announcing her as such, right? And I've seen people criticizing yeah. her and be like, "You're not a legend." It's like, well, leave her alone. It's not. It's, her not, fault, it's right. not her fault. She didn't play the role of a legend. They're just no. calling her a legend. They just called her a legend, oh. uh, which is I feel like we can say objectively incorrect. <laughs> right? Yeah. Which uh,
2: I don't. I don't want to. I don't really want to get into it because there are a lot of like diva stands on Twitter. Yeah, of
1: course there are. Yeah.
2: Right. Who are just convinced that if you spent any time in WWE you're a legend. Like there, exactly. there are people who think Oksana was a legend or mm. name any woman's wrestler from two thousand and five to two thousand and sixteen, they're a legend. Rosa Mendez, WWE legend. It's just like mm, yeah. sorry, I'm sorry, no. I, uh, I disagree heartily.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh anyway. She was in the crowd watching how well the women are treated in this era compared to her era. So. uh, Oh yeah, so well with this Natalia and Aaliyah match. (laughs) Oh God. So Natalia kicked Aaliyah a lot and didn't stop kicking her. And then the referee counted to five and then she didn't stop kicking her. Uh, And then this is the bit that broke me, right? I was already annoyed at that finish because what's the point? It wasn't built up to in any way. She didn't get, like, Elia didn't do anything particularly to piss her off. She just kicked Mm -hmm. her a lot and then just kept kicking her for no reason. Uh, The bit that really broke me afterwards was Natalia looking shocked about it afterwards. It's like, you are the most tenured women's wrestler on the roster right now. You know how DQs work. You can't play dumb about this, Natty. Oh, this is very stupid.
2: It's the, it's the dumbest finish, the getting DQ'd for kicking too much ass finish. Yeah. And then to be like, what? Mm. Just piss off. Yeah. And I, I, I get it. And it's like the, the wins and losses thing. I don't really consider this along the same lines, but to have Aaliyah afterwards being like, yeah, I won. I was like, you're such a loser. (laughs) You're such
1: a geek. You got your shit. ass beat for two minutes, and you're like, yay, I won. Yeah. And the thing is, WWE always tell us, and they've said themselves, that wins and losses don't matter, right? Yeah. So if they don't matter, why do they care about announcing that Aaliyah won? And why is she like, yay, I won? Why does it matter? Because wins and losses don't matter, right?
2: hmm
1: Like, it only matters when they say it matters. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. It's Whatever.
2: Um, I like the people bringing up random names from the Divas era. It's like, are they a legend? Like, Cherry. WWE legend Cherry, <laughs> who I think had like two matches on TV. Yep.
1: Uh, um, yeah. Ziya Lee Zaya came Lee. down. There was a yeah. post-match beatdown. Ziya Lee came out and did a kick. Mm-hmm. Singular. She came out. I was like, "Hey, you—you you still exist." Yeah. I thought they'd given up on you. Yeah. So did I. So that oh. was nice to, yeah. to 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 see her back. I think what's going to get her over, though, is actually wrestling, yeah. like, do- like doing something impressive, you know, because so far she's come out and she has a cool entrance that people like, which I don't, but people like it. And that's totally cool. We can have different opinions. Uh, and if that's going to get her over, great. But I think she has- actually has to follow up on that cool entrance to do something cool in the ring. Even if she just hit one cool move on Natty here, I think that would be enough as like a, a stepping stone to get her over but Mm -hmm. she did a kick one. That's it. Yeah. You know what what
2: the problem is with the entrance though, is that the entrance isn't cool in person because there's no no special effects. I agree. So you can't like expect someone to get over with an entrance. If the entrance live is lame. Yeah. You know, it would be like if the undertaker's entrance was a hundred percent special effects and, and and just graphics and everything, and then he's in the ring, like, that's not cool in person, because it's just, he's there, you yeah. know? I don't know. I think, I agree, they need to do more with Xia Lee. You still yeah. got time. You still got time yep. with her.
1: Uh Pat McAfee really, really leaned into the stupendous tagline yeah, yeah. of WrestleMania. that Pat Michael that, Cole. Yeah, uh, I think he... They're now realizing that they've overdone the stupendous thing. So now mm-hmm. they're really leaning into it as a joke, which is fine. Uh, and he like brought out a dictionary and just read through all the synonyms of stupendous. Why didn't he bring out a thesaurus? <laughs> yes. Yeah. What a thesaurus
2: is. The that, he brought out the wrong book. He brought <laughs> out the wrong book.
1: I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's not what a dictionary for. Uh, oh god. This is great. Um it was funny though. He, he made my cole laugh, and that was that was yeah. cool. He he slammed the dictionary down in front of Cole, and that was funny. Uh so after the Viking Raiders pinned Los Lotharios last week to become number one contenders, they then faced Los Lotharius here and then they beat him. Cool. cool. That was the whole match. Don't yeah. have any more to say. Yeah. Um I do have something to say about the next thing though which was Naomi versus Charlotte Flair uh, in a yep. championship contenders match. Your uh, and Sonya Deville came out before the match started and made herself the special guest referee for this match. And now correct me if I'm wrong, because I believe I was off for this episode. She's done this before, right? Where she's yep. made herself the special guest referee for yep. Naomi. Naomi and Shayna last last year. Naomi and no, Shayna, she was a special referee. Yep. So she's done this exact thing before, and also Naomi has had a championship contenders match with Charlotte Flair before as well, a few weeks back, whenever that was, right? Two, three weeks Mm -hmm. ago. So already, we already know Naomi's not going to win because Charlotte's already entered herself into the Rumble. So we know that Naomi won't get a title shot anyway because she's already in the Rumble. Deville comes out before the match starts, and you go, okay, great. This is going to be screwy. Awesome. Um... The commentators then say during the match, we still don't know why Sonya has it in for Naomi. Which which one is it? Because they don't know. Technically last week Sonya told us that it's because she waltzes in her office with her main character vibes when everybody knows she's just an extra. That's a direct quote. Which to me doesn't make any sense, but it's a reason it's a bad reason, it's a very bad reason, but it's a reason. But then they're just like, Well, oh, we don't know. And it's like, Well, do you or don't you figure it out? And if you don't know, maybe you should have figured that out before you started this bloody feud. Um, yeah, or any time in the last six months, yeah, just at any point, any time now <laughs> oh, would be God. great. Um, there was a point where Sonia gets knocked out of the ring. Um and then Naomi hits the rear view onto Charlotte, and then gets a very very long count against her. Like she would have won quite decisively with the rear view on Charlotte Flair, but of course Sonya doesn't count. She then comes back in as Naomi looks annoyed. Charlotte does a figure four onto Naomi, uh, and she doesn't tap. But then Sonya calls for the bell anyway. It's the Nashville screw job, everybody. Uh, and then Charlotte continues and puts in the figure eight as well afterwards.
2: Montreal I was 25 years ago. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I I just, I don't want to pay off. I just want to delete this whole thing. Yeah. Move Naomi to Raw, which I guess doesn't matter, but it means I don't have to see it. Yeah. Just, I don't want to see it anymore
1: i'm no. over with
2: i'm over it it has the whole thing is go away heat
1: yeah and unfortunately for you tempest they announced later on that it's going to be naomi versus Sonia deville next week on SmackDown, which i'm sure will have a clean finish sure yeah definitely mm-hmm. will with no possible way of anything going wrong We've uh, also had that... a Naomi and Sonya match scheduled for
2: TV. Yep. Where they're like, oh, next week we're getting Sonya Deville versus Naomi. That was like four months ago and we and haven't ha- gotten it. And that became a handicap match, right? It became a handicap match with Shayna Baszler. Wow. It's, I think, I think this is the most frustrating rivalry I've ever seen. To still... Th- we have yeah. run out of heel segments. And we are just repeating them now. Yeah. We've done the heel referee thing already. Mm -hmm. What Mm -hmm. are we doing here? How are we still at square one? I feel like I make this rant every week, but goddamn, we've been stuck at square one for six
1: months. Yep. Jiminy, Christmas. And the thing is, Sonya doesn't have to say immediately you know this is why i don't like you naomi right because you can you can have that be part of the the story of of naomi can be trying to figure out it can be like a little bit of a mystery to be like what have i done wrong to piss her off and she could be going around and trying to figure out and like speaking to other people and being like what have i done to piss off Sonia Deville? it can be part of the story of naomi trying to figure out Sonia's motivations right but that hasn't happened because what's happened is that they've just not said because they don't know and then they've just said well we still don't know for 6 months yeah. and that's it that's the whole story it's very stupid it's so dumb yeah.
2: this is the dumbest thing yeah. you know and sure like every <clears throat> i keep seeing the thing that i keep thinking on twitter and i don't i never want to say it on the pod, on the podcast mm-hmm. Because I don't want to go down a certain rabbit hole here, but there's yep. a very specific kind of person on these shows that Sonya has continued to be terrible to. Yep. It's one referee, it's one women's wrestler, and occasionally yep. Sasha Banks. What yep. do those people all have in common? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's where WWE is going. No. Because oh man, after this week, that'd be real bold. That would but... be very bold. <clears throat> Getting real big Triple H, Booker T vibes off of this. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Nope. Also, she wasn't wearing the goddamn jacket in this segment. Just beat her ass. I don't get it. We've established that the jacket is her force field of protection. Mm. Naomi is such a wuss. She's the worst baby face that I've ever seen. To go six months with this level of restraint, I would have lost my job two weeks in. What are we doing here? Oh, Lord.
1: So you're not going to get worked up today, Tempest, right? No.
2: <laughs> this, they pull it out of me. They pull it out of me. Oh, um, Christ. Christ. Why did you know like, think though... Eric Bischoff to settle this?
1: Yeah, also Eric Bischoff was there in this backstage uh-huh. segment. He was there. He offered nothing. Uh I what I do like is Owens and Rollins together. They cut a fun little backstage promo. Mm-hmm. I think they're good. Their dynamics are very good. I like him as a tag team. Do more of them. They're great. Um to 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 keep your checklist going of things that happened last week but this week again, slightly yeah. different. In Zane was next. It's Sammy Zane who said, you know, before Johnny Knoxville made it in Jackass, he uh, what he really got famous for was testing um self defense products but on himself. So that's what I'm gonna do. Here's all these self defense things. Look, I've got this like taser, I'm gonna shock myself. There were some really really bad sound effects accompanying this one, uh, where he was pretending to be shocked by this thing. Johnny Knoxville came out and was like, um, hey, here's your problem, it's not turned on. So then he turns it on. And then he pretends to actually shock Sami Zayn, uh, who then who then sells it a lot. But the sound effect is like the stock electric sound from like 80s movies yeah. uh, that that's the, the the sound effect they had for this one. That one. Yeah, uh, it was real bad. Um, You know, has no one in WWE
2: ever seen like a taser used before? No. You don't just go ow and fall on the yeah. ground. No, and in, pff, I know that this is a baby show for babies. This segment just broke me. I was like, "This is a bad kids show. It's not even a kids show. It's a bad kids show." Mm. You know,
1: we've is it would it be that much to just zap them one time? You know, well, Tempest. Though the thing is, surely that would count as self mutilation, and WWE don't do that. <laughs> You know, when you're right, you're right.
2: <laughs> when you're right, you're right. But, like, come on. Could we not have at least zapped Johnny Knoxville? He's used to it. Yeah, that'd be his Give, thing, right? If you're going to have a segment with a cattle prod, I want someone getting zapped. Yeah, I don't want sound effects. God, it's so dumb. There's a very um, easy way to get around yeah, that sure. problem. It's
1: just don't have a cattle prod. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> problem solved. Johnny Knox will yeah. throw him over the top rope afterwards as well. Whoop-de-doo. Which but is the only build to the Royal Rumble match we got on this show. Yep. Apart from the Kofi Kingston versus Madcap Moss match, where the commentator said, well, all four of these guys are in the Rumble. That's it. Sure. That's the build.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, we then got... Lucky ad- the let's, let's continue this checklist going, by the way. Sheamus versus Ricochet, again. Where Sheamus yeah. won clean, again. Slight difference this week rich holland was also there Mm -hmm. well wasn't that a wasted return considering the entire thing of seamus and ricochet has been built around rich holland getting his nose broken by a ricochet so you'd have thought that they'd have brought rich holland back to actually exact some revenge on ricochet but he didn't because it was just seamus doing it twice and rich holland offered nothing of substance what is the point
2: (laughs) (laughs) Imagine someone comes up to you and just be like, "Book the four weeks of TV ahead of the Royal Rumble," mm-hmm. and this is what you write. It's appalling. Yeah, there's no reason this this show should be this bad. There's yeah, there's no reason for it.
1: Also, the chat has uh, just reminded me that Johnny Knoxville is now qualified to be in the Rumble. Was the quote? Yeah. He's technically He's still, still in the Rumble. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, he still hasn't qualified. <laughs> he just. He keeps showing that he is qualified. (laughs) So good. Um, Uh, They showed the 2K22 trailer, by the way. It looks like a 2K game. It's a commercial. Great. They showed a commercial Um, in the middle of the show. Yep. Uh, It's fine weather. Uh, And then (laughs) we had Boogs and Nakamura backstage. (laughs) When yep. <laughs> they're walking along doing their own thing and rick boogs does in the most like you know like really bad like 80s or 90s commercials with children that can't act right mm-hmm. or like extras from the original uh sam Raimi spider-man movies, i was just right? gonna say that right it's spider-man <laughs> it's spider-man it was literally like rick boogs be like it's jeff jarrett and he points over there. It's double J. It's Jeff Jarrett over there. And he's like two feet away from him. It yeah. was so funny. And he comes in. And that I don't mean they intended for that to be funny, by the way. Just throwing it out there. It was, it was, I think it was supposed to be a bit more serious, but I found it hilarious. Um, hey, it's Jeff Jarrett. And then they said it's T whatever. Fine. And then he said, What's your name? And he goes, Oh, my name is Rick Boogs. He goes, Oh, can you spell that? And then the segment ends.
2: <laughs> they couldn't say it is his name R-I-K-K or is it R-I-C-K? R-I-C-K. That's lame. Yeah. It should be R-I-K-K-K. r-i-k-k
1: like two Ks next to each other. He's not breaker Jesus. Nah,
2: I suppose not. R-I-D-K-B-D-O-G-Z. Rick Boobs. It's 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 S as well, it's not Z. What is wrong with this show? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying here. god damn <laughs> you're gonna have a man named rick books and you can't even put a Z head on the end of his name what's the point
1: i love that that's the thing that broke you <laughs> what is wrong with this show put an I'm, trying big... I'm trying here i'm trying here just
2: call him eric boogenhog again <laughs> spell that name on tv rick
1: oh god oh lord so good anyway Jeff Jarrett was there. whoop do. Um but, but then we got the main event. I really liked the main event. It was the Usos versus Rollins and Owens. I'm not going to talk about it long because we've already overrun on this show. Uh, I thought it was a really fun match. Lots of really good action. It built to a, a really good climax. Lots of like loads of near fall stuff of like that. Big like pop-up powerbomb from Owens. Lots of like good stuff between Rollins and I think it was Jimmy that was in the ring. Really good stuff. Seth hits the stomp. But before he can get the pin, Roman Reigns comes out and hits Superman Punch for a DQ. Not a huge fan of the DQ finish. I understand that was a way to protect the Usos to not get pinned and also have Seth win. I don't know how else you would have booked around that. Don't book the match in the first place is what I'd say. But if you were going to book the match, this is probably the best finish you could have done to protect everyone involved. Uh, Because Seth technically, it didn't change the result. You know, it wasn't like we wrestled for twenty minutes and nothing came of it. Like the result would still would have been the same, but just Roman was protecting the Usos, and he only did it after he knew the Usos were going to lose. So it's not the worst EQ finish I've ever seen, but just you either could have had similarly to like on Rampage, where you know Nick Jackson lost because he's a tag team wrestler in a singles match. You could have had Seth, mm. who's a singles wrestler, against one of the Usos, who's a tag team, and you can have Seth win. That'd I quite be like
2: that actually. I think that's a yeah. much better
1: idea. <laughs> yeah. And then he can actually win, and then that will be that. So, Uso's barred from ringside at the Royal Rumble. Cool. That was a fun,
2: fun end. I mean, yeah, to get... to I like that stipulation. Because, in Mm. theory, it should mean that we're just going to have a straight match, and it's going to be good, and there's going to be no shenanigans. And I like that. I prefer that. I don't know why Roman wouldn't come out there and, like, punch one of the Usos and get the -hmm. other side DQ'd so Seth just loses the title, similar to how Punk did the thing to mjf on dynamite a couple weeks ago yep. where did he punched hit. or hit the the opponent and everything you know it is, it is it's, it's all right i it's not the worst dq finish i've ever seen but a dq finish is still worse than a regular finish that's my thought yes. process on it yes
1: i agree with that you gotta
2: work real hard to make a dq finish like good you know yeah. There's like a handful of times where that's happened. It's like Steve Austin and Kurt Angle, and that might be the end of the list.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm still looking forward to Rollins versus Reigns. Oh, it be great. I think it's going to be a good match at Rumble. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to that. So that's good. And this did make me more excited for the match. I think it actually helped build the match a lot more, so I liked that part of it. It's just that everything else on the show sucked. I was very generous in my edited review because I just kind of picked a number. I didn't really think about it. I was like, I enjoyed the start and the end. Those are the two most important parts of the show. Three, but it's kind of more of a two. Um, it's close to being a one. If the runnings, this is this is a one out of five for me. Yeah, if the runnings, I like the line
2: in the the first promo. You know. Yeah i liked a, i liked one line in the the first promo and i i enjoyed the main event but not enough mm. to sit through italian so, and Aaliyah and, yeah. and all this and insane at least he said yeah. i'm sammy zane welcome to smack ass this week <laughs> you know at least he We're said that. smack ass. welcome to smack ass it's yeah show would be a two out of five if, if it was called yeah. smack ass instead of insane exactly right
1: should we have we got shout outs i forget we we do do. don't we yeah yeah so before we get into the rest of your ultra chats, last chance to send in your ultra chats to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We firstly have to say thank you to some very special people. Those are our $25 and above pledge hammers on our Patreon page. If you've not been over to our Patreon page, you really should. Now's a great time to become a pledge hammer mm-hmm. because not only in the last week have we just uploaded literally like yesterday and the day before we've uploaded Talk After Dark and Talk Extra. Wrestle Talk After Dark, a bunch of us just chat about nothing for a little while it's great for like two hours uh we also have a three hour review of royal rumble 2004 with luke and ollie that went up yesterday so you can listen to that as well uh and next week there's gonna be uh the royal rumble so you can join in on wrestle league which is a new season of wrestle league and if you win at wrestle league in this whole season you get your own custom jam that championship belt with your name engraved it and all that stuff very cool Get involved on Patreon, patreon patreon.com forward slash Russell Talk. And if you pledge at the $25 or above tier, you get your own custom wrestling nickname, and it gets read out on a show, much like this one. So, thank you to Ross Pooper Scooper Cooper. Yeah.
2: Russell Talk's personal problem solver, Jamie Donovan. Yeah. Yeah. He's got two first names, Matt Howard. Yeah. The man with the scoops, Sean. Yeah. General Jimmy G yeah.
1: Par for the course, Zarjath yeah. What's love got to do with it, Matthew Turner? Yeah. Got to do with it Geordie bus driver,
2: Harry yeah. Tower of London, Nigel Morris yeah. Daylight Robbery,
1: Rob James. Yeah. The Junus Brothers, Junus O'Conan. Yeah.
2: Arnie K, the K stands for the coolest dude ever. Yes, it does. Yeah. The Baker, Adam Cakebread. Yeah. Yeah. And Too Hot to Handle, Lottie McCullough. Nah, read it again. Too lot to handle, Lottie McCullough.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Too lot to handle. Great. Uh, Thank you very much, all of our Pledge Hammers. Let's get into the rest of your Ultra Chats here. Last chance to get those in. WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. JS Wooten said, Hook is literally from a different reality, and it's insane how he seems bigger than the four damn pillars. He is 2022 Goldberg, and let's hope TK sustains that lightning in a bolt, lightning in a bolt, lightning in a bottle, better than Bischoff ever did. Win your stuff back, fellas. L-I-W-4 life.
2: Hell Thank yeah. You. We will. Winning that
1: royal jamble. Winning that win championship. championship. Hell yeah. we am going to face L-I-W. each other, Russell Jamia. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, Keith Lloyd said, uh, "NXT 2.0. We make young stars here. AEW, hold my beer. Accurate. Yeah, <laughs> it.
2: it's unbelievable how much better AEW's development has been than WWE's. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm missing like the the 20 million dollar facility that that AEW has." as a performance center for all this yeah it's like it's almost like you don't need that you just need a jerry lynn a dustin rhodes uh the whoever serena deeb serena deeb you just need a few good minds god put william regal and fit Fit finley down there and you'll you'll crank out some wrestlers
1: oh yeah uh Kyrolo zachary said cm punk will dethrone cody as cody is setting up a feud with punk based on the promo as for hook let him beat all of team taz and take the ftw belt and fyi thunder rosa and mercedes martinez had a feud in warrior wrestling rosa won the match that is true they have mm-hmm. done that yes um yep. I, watched I think it would be match. good to put that across on tv a bit more mm-hmm. i don't know if that is going to play into the story uh but yes that is fair we did mention that yeah um I don't think Punk
2: and Cody are headed towards anything. I don't think so either. And can I? I I don't get to talk about Rampage very or I talk about Dynamite very mm. often. Can I? Can mm. I give a possibly a surprising and and maybe spicy take? I didn't
1: love the Cody promo. <sighs> it's a spicy take.
2: Felt like a lot of like. I'm just going to say one line from this promo and one line from this promo and one, like, what does CM Punk have to do with anything right now, Cody? What does Jay Lethal have to do with anything? It's just like, I don't, I don't know. know. It's, it's fine, but I don't, th- I don't think he and Co- Punk and Cody are going to, like,
1: feud next or no. anytime soon, really. I don't think so either. Punk Rock and Soda said, I'm glad we're still firm believers in Hook. I know it's only his fourth win, but you genuinely can't help but be entertained by the way he threw around Serpentico. Also, I consider the step over QT a win. I'll say it again. This kid will be a world champion. I believe yeah, so. I Barring believe so. any extraneous circumstances, I believe so.
2: Whether it happens this year or not, I think I think Hook is
1: destined for greatness unless there's some
2: terrible act of God that comes in the way of that.
1: Totally. Nate S said, uh, "Mox dropped those crucifix elbows like Danielson. I popped for that, and then really popped when Danielson showed up at the end. Really liked the main event too. Knew Jade was going to win, but it was on the edge of my seat when Anna ha- uh, when Anna locked in that Slayer. I agree.
2: I agree oh, with I. all of that.
1: And yes, Mox doing those elbows. Well, he looked brutal. That looked mm-hmm. great. Loved I it. love it, it. was also a bit where it. he had Mo- uh, Page had Mox in the ropes and was just punching him in the side of the head, and I was like, "That yeah. looks brutal. That's awesome." yeah Yeah. i hope he's not just
2: punching him really hard in the side of the head i hope hope they're working
1: (laughs) i hope he's not actually punching him in the side of the head they look very good
2: yeah it's one of those deals where it's like wow those look like really good worked punches or they're just
1: hitting each other really hard (laughs) and i hope it's the former yeah uh, Lakshmi, Nar- uh, talking about WWE now. Lakshmi Narasimhan B says, uh, Haven't bothered with SmackDown for a while now. Saw somewhere that Raw's Biggie and KO joined Rollins in SmackDown, and the three even teamed up in a dark match. Who's the face? Who's the heel? Who knows? Who cares? Is Wildcard back? Was it ever officially gone? No, it's actually the uh, the quarterly
2: brand to brand invitational wildcard tournament underground. So I might
1: have dark. missed it because I don't really listen to commentary that much. Did they mention that it was the wildcard quarterly no. invitational Something no, not that I know of. I, I was trying to pay attention, and as far as I know, they were just kind of like, no biggies here. Cool, cool. Uh, Zoe Sung says, "Hello, baby faces. That's us." Uh, I'm still suffering and cold. Also, I'm shocked to hear WWE NXT 2.0 has terrible women's ratings. I wonder why. So, Gunther. Oh God. Gunther, uh, the German Pokemon. This Pokemon was the last straw for many people. This Pokemon can't use Google. F water, not what? I don't know what that last (laughs) sentence means. I agree with the rest of your ultra chat, Zoe. Yeah. Yeah. God. Oh, next ultra chat from Zoe Sung says, you know, oh, no tea. F water, no tea. You know, tea, water, British, water, Walter. <laughs> I like that she
2: like immediately sent in another one, knowing yeah. that we're going to be like, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, tea, water, British, water, Walter. Anyway, actual chat, then giving Mox that welcome back and treating him like a hero. No angle, no Bruce Pritchard motives. Tempest is right. Bruce is the worst mind in wrestling. You know, yes, I still agree. I still think that.
2: Road dog gives him a run for his money. Oh, Road dog's not good, is he? He's a blithering idiot. Yeah. Stimping for a company that fired him. Can you imagine?
1: Yeah. I'm assuming know, you're talking in reference to him responding to the WrestleBoats tweet. I am. Yeah, he's one.
2: just like everything's everything's great with NXT. Ratings yeah. don't matter. Those the, the no, that that doesn't matter. It's like <laughs> I don't understand how you could be so dumb.
3: The and it's not like this comes out of nowhere. Like he's how been an matter? idiot.
2: Yeah. The the thing that measures how well your sh- your show is doing doesn't matter at all.
1: No, 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 no. Crazy. Moron. Riot dr says i think i've got it survivor series is the only time uh, it's the only time of the year raw and smackdown superstars go head to head the royal rumble is the only time of the year they go toe to toe wrestlemania will be blah <laughs> blah face to face liw <laughs> <L-I-W-4> for life <cur. laughs> you know if that i, I kind
2: of like that i like that it's all just branding it's like no they go head to head at that show they go face to face at this show and they go toe to toe here it all makes sense guys
1: so good <laughs> also we mentioned it i said forget about it <laughs> oh it pops me every time nicholas wong says how is charlotte flair the champion and arguably the one who can deliver the big matches on smackdown women's division forced into the stupid feud with davila naomi she has been asked. other than banks no one else is a credible threat to flair it's crazy
2: because yeah. you know who else is on this show is Shayna goddamn Baszler?
1: oh crazy that where has she been yeah, you know who else is on this show? Naomi, yeah. who, if she wasn't in this <laughs> bloody feud, is actually a legit contender to Charlotte.
2: Oh man, God! Remember uh, when Tony Storm was on
1: this show? Crazy, right? And she was yeah. involved in pies. Yeah. Isaiah Webb says, "I'm super excited because next week I'm going to the Rumble. Nice, lucky you. Uh, it's going to be my first WWE event. Who do you think will win?" Well, I don't know. I was my predictions previously were Biggie, and I, I think Bianca's going to do it two times in a uh, two two years in a row, mm-hmm. or it could be like a returning someone it could be like an Asker or a Page mm-hmm. or Lacey Evans or something like that could win oh, it as a, as a as a surprise. Please um, no, God no. But I don't, I don't know. Honestly, uh, and
2: that, that's for me. Is, I, I don't know. Correct answer is Lita. I I had a I had a thought last week that it was possible after her after she was mm-hmm. not on this week's show. I don't think it's I don't think it's happening nah. anymore. No, no, no which no. is
1: disappointing for me. But yeah. uh yeah, Bianca Belair, I think, is a pretty good show. Because there is a good story there with Becky, and that yep. Becky's been avoiding a get the mm-hmm. title back in SummerSlam. There is a story there if they want to use it. Mm-hmm. Which means that Reginald's going to get involved in it somehow. Van Twin Blade says uh, Roman needs to have a heart to heart with Naomi, then have Naomi obliterate
2: Sonya. Yes. I know they're not going to do that though. Like, of course not. When they do the match, Naomi should just beat her ass senseless for like ninety seconds and win. Yeah. Like no heat. Like Sonya. Nothing. Just end her. The heat has been the
1: last six months. Now you just need the comeback and, and the win. Yeah. Charles Burke says, so my last day off was December 11th, 2021. I finally have a weekend to myself for 41 days straight. I've had seven to 10 dogs uh, doing daycare each day with five to seven dogs sleeping over. So I've got something to say. Bully Ray owes the apology, not Moxley jam that gem. Agreed.
2: Yeah. You know who else is a goddamn idiot is Bully Ray. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, goodness me. Scott Woodford says, uh, "Happy weekend, Chopper and Tempest. Hope you both are well. Thank you very much. Thank you. You too, Scott. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm ending my D and D campaign tomorrow. It's going to be a good weekend, hopefully. Yeah. Um, Lakshmira Simhan B says, "A complete side note with all the trademarks going on. Jam that jam is trademarked, right? Don't want Vince seeing a random crowd sign saying, go, hey, that's cool. Let's file a TM for it, pal.' Also, oh my God, Killer versus Killer, Hook versus Wardlow."
2: Very interesting. Like it's like that. it's crazy. You can put it. You can put hooks name next to anybody's name, and I'd be like,
1: "Yes, yeah, give me, give me, right now, give also, me." Also, re- top of the list. Ba- basically, if anyone says I'd like to see this person versus this person, I go, "I'm going to raise you one by putting that person against Danielson." Uh,
3: yeah. Hook versus Danielson. Yeah.
2: Yes. Again, if they did my idea, had him win the title, I want him to beat Danielson for it.
1: Mm-hmm. Be so good so good it's oh so great perseus m says great rampage mess smackdown as usual but i can't wait for the debut of pete's legion today what are your thoughts tempest you were there i have heard
2: i'll let you all see the the happenings of of all this but pete and i may have to have a discussion afterwards
1: mm-hmm yeah Entirely that's possible. fair no spoilers, of course, but Blood on the Clock Tower going live later today on the No Rolls Barred channel featuring myself and Tempest. Yeah, we
2: got on Blood on the
1: Clock Tower. It's a lot and of fun. The, me on the thumbnail doing the most acting out of anyone on the thumbnail. Come on, guys. Understand the <laughs> assignment, will you? <clears throat> um, anyway. Branson Foley says, hey, Tempest, have you been playing Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel? I believe it's free on all consoles. Also, do you play Duel Links, mo- the mobile Yu-Gi-Oh game? Hashtag jam that jam.
2: I do not play Duel Links. I downloaded Master Duel. I played it for about 15 minutes. It's not for me. It's the same reason that I kind of got out of Yu-Gi-Oh! in the first place. I don't understand Synchro Summons and Link Summons and XYZ Summons and all that sort of thing. And I played one match against some guy and, like, I attacked a monster and he, like, changed 16 different things and summoned an XYZ monster and it did this and that. I was just like, I don't even know what's happening. I Things are just, I'm just being shown stuff on this thing. Like, I don't know how to play this game anymore. I just want to, that's why I like Legacy of the Duelist. Because you could just play through the anime campaign with whatever cards you want. And you don't have to worry about any of that nonsense if you don't want to. That's why I like that game. Give me more games like that.
1: I understood a lot of the words you just said. Uh, oh, yeah. Always be scamming, says. So Johnny Knoxville qualified to enter the Rumble. No, no, no. He is qualified, he is qualified. to enter the Rumble. Um, but could he wind up just showing up in the women's match instead? Please stop having men interfering in the big women's matches. That would be great. Because we've done <laughs> it a lot. We've done it an awful lot. Please stop that. Um, also give Hook all the gold and make him the new belt collector. Tempest, have you seen the leaks for Legends Arceus? And finally, you suck.
2: Oh, well, I don't agree with that. We do not suck. We're fantastic, yeah. and we're going to win our matches at the Jam That Jamble. That's are. not what I, I keep calling it that. Damn it. It's the Royal Jamble. Royal Jamble. Damn it. It's what happens when you have Jamble and two different things on this channel. It's, it's yeah. fine. Uh, I have not seen any leaks for it, but I'm going to
1: play that game when it comes out. I have seen the leaks for it, or some of them anyway. Um, I'm not going to give my thoughts, mm-hmm. because... I don't want to say what the leaks are. Uh, Legit Underboss says, uh, Boogs, how do you spell that? Forget about it, cuz. I said, Forget about it, cuz.
2: <laughs> what a perfect way to go off here.
1: So something I watched recently, Tempest. Um, if if mm. memory serves, correct me if I'm wrong, your favourite Pokémon game is Crystal, yes? Hmm.
2: Hell, yeah, I would man. say I would still say so.
1: Yeah, memory, one hundred. Yeah. Um. There's a uh, from for, from this year's uh, AGDQ. Uh, there's a mm-hmm. Pokémon Crystal race um, mm-hmm. between three people. Uh, but it's the key item randomizer. So, oh, every... yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah. yeah. So, every for for, for for the layman, for those listening, every key item you get in the game, so every gym badge, the bike, every HM that you need to complete the game, everything is randomized and at a completely random location somewhere in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you uh-huh. have to just go through the game in a completely arbitrary order and just Try and get them all and then you mm-hmm. know beat uh beat red at the end of the game and then and then you win. It was so much fun. That sounds I fun, yeah. Loved it, especially because one of the guys running it is probably my favorite runner ever. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Favorite speed runner, um, on Love that guy. Um, so he was he was one of the ones in the race. And also shenanigans was in it. I love him as well. He's a great runner. Um So yeah, it was super, super, super cool. I watched that recently and it was awesome. I think you would very much enjoy it, Tempest. So I'm recommending it. I
2: think I would as well. I've I've gotten into, I don't know if I would say like speed running Mm -hmm. a lot more lately since we started talking about it at some point last year, but I've certainly watched a lot of small ant videos and Mm -hmm. quite a number of those are, are speed running and speed running related things but yeah, i would sure. i think i would really be into into that i like mm. when they do like fun different kind of race things where yeah. you still have to know the game but there's mm-hmm. a twist on it and you got to yeah. go fast mm-hmm. i don't know it's just fun it's just yeah. fun i've also seen the things that uh, a few of these guys have done where they do the the loading zone randomizers in mm. pokemon Yeah, that looks like a ton of fun. I want to do that with somebody, you know, (laughs) you just spend like two hours going through every single door and just be like, one of these things is going to lead me to the gym. One of these (laughs) things is going to lead me to the gym. (laughs) (laughs) I want to do that. I want to do stuff like that.
1: but I don't know what what I'm hearing, Tempest, because we've had this suggestion before. What I'm hearing is we need to start an LIW YouTube channel where we can review Avatar the Last Airbender. You can teach me about Yu-Gi-Oh!, uh, and then we'll also do some Pokemon challenges on the side as well. I mean, I got nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Let's we'll start another channel. We can make it work. Yeah. Unfortunately, Tempest, I do have other things to do. I do yeah. not have time to work on other stuff right now. It's very sad. It's, true. it's um, true. I haven't
2: posted to my own YouTube channel in like six months because of this.
1: <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. legit uh, same same for yeah. my my dnd youtube channel i'm not posting in ages i do want to it's just it's a lot yeah so it is other stuff going on but when
2: you're a one-man show and you gotta film and edit and record and write and mm-hmm. gather your own footage and images and everything for b-roll and yeah. make sure that it's good mm. you gotta do all those things yeah, It's hard, man. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. hard being a content creator, especially when you're also a content creator for work. Yeah. You know, like when this is work, it's kind of hard to make your hobby also the exact same thing you do for work. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But 100%. I still want to do it. Maybe when I just have a little bit more time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like the thing with work as well is that I, I obviously people I think probably at this point recognize that across the, four channels that we have now we put out a lot of content which you know takes a mm-hmm. bit of time but i don't think people realize how much time goes into that yeah. content yeah, there's a lot. a lot of stuff you don't see oh yeah it's uh which is basically is... everything you don't see any of the process mm. the process is is a process oh yeah totally and you know there's all of us are now working like full full time so you know we mm. obviously we had a fair few like freelancers stuff before. But we've got a lot of full-time staff working on this stuff now so it takes a lot so then doing mm. all that full-time and doing all the admin side of things and then actually making the content and blah blah, blah and then having to do content on top of the content <laughs> is it's hard yeah yeah um so but anyway maybe at some point we'll do we'll do a thing maybe maybe when when you and I both get fired for blowing up Ollie another time or something we'll start <laughs> our own LIW channel and and then we'll we'll, we'll thrive <laughs> hell yeah let's let's make it happen <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that is going to do it for this episode of the Rust Talk Podcast. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Oh, yeah. I'm also ending my D&D campaign tomorrow. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, I'm not going to say anything more about that because nothing's changed since the last time. I'm just nervous about it. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Really do appreciate it. Uh, stay safe. We've got more content coming soon. It's Rumble Week next week. So we're going to have predictions and live reactions for that tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, next week on the Rust Talk Podcast channel. Stay tuned for that. Subscribe over there. Uh, stay safe. We love you very much. Goodbye.